0: You're listening to Riley the Red Pill on Rough Rider Radio. Yo, yo.
1: She's more mo fate. With real life real light Real reality. With real real It's rock, it's rock, The ring real talk. Let's let's go. What's up, y'all? This is your girl out of the red coming at you. And I am, as always, super excited to be here with another great show. Today, I just want to have a conversation with you. Is that okay? We're going to talk about all things, um, mentioning concepts of conversations from our previous shows and talking about some of the things that are going on today. Um, How did you all... Feel like listening to the closers, right? And hearing the conversation on a male perspective and a female perspective, coming together, collectively sharing information to help those of us that are either single, divorced, and relationships to be able to have better relationships with one another. Something different, right? Well, again, I'll be bringing, bringing, excuse me, the closest to you each and every month, and they'll have different conversations to keep you educated, but to keep your ear to the ground of listening of how to be able to just get into your self worth, self understanding, relationships relating to your partner, and um, hopefully leading you all in in a better direction to help rebuild and connect with our communities and our culture. With that being said, I want to speak on some concepts um, in regards to the conversations that were held and um, expound on my feelings and my takeaway of certain topics that they discussed. Because I find it interesting, um, me being single, but me being a lover of love, and I don't know if many of you all understand that, I love love. I love the being of sharing the intimacy, but the overall definition of love on so many capacities. Um, love can come in a form of friendship. Love can come in a form of protection. Um, love can be used to show an emotion of which most people consider it being more so than anything. Um, But most importantly, um, it's a deep feeling of affection, right? It's being able to dedicate yourself, if you will, to one another. And so in the moment of being single... Um, and not saying, you know, one, one thing about me, I love being in a relationship and when my time to come has come, it shall be. But being in this single moment, um, I think expounding on understanding my self-worth and having this peace and understanding what happiness is in a full form and being able to spend time with just myself and loving myself more. I think it takes that um, understanding for you to be able to then be able to relate to someone. So you've got to be able to to understand yourself. You've got to be able to know every aspect of who you are before you can bring it into a partnership, a relationship, a companionship, a friendship, or whatever the case may be. Because... When you're doing those things, you're bringing two people together and you're two people coming from two different worlds in most cases. So you have to understand that person and take them for who they are. And they have to understand you as well. There is no Mr. Perfect. There's no Miss Perfect. There's no Mr. Right. There's no Miss Right. But for me, it's called a balance. And you want to be able to have balance when you're relating to people. Or your persons, as they call it. Because there that leads the path to create the foundation of what you want to be great in that relationship. So in their speakings, I think um, one of the things the miracle was talking about is how men suffer in um, not fully understanding what they're doing or their lack of knowledge or how the picture looks from a bigger view. And I think um I'm not going to just say men. I think men and women alike can suffer to a certain extent um because this is the thing I've always said. And, and I know you all have heard this on my show before. There is no blueprint in life, right? So for example, I was a young mother, um still attending school, trying to find my way, working, um, you know, getting married at a young age, raising kids. And there wasn't a blueprint. Yes, I have a very great mother figure. I have two, actually. I'm blessed to have two mothers. Um, But when it comes into understanding the path you're going to take, you got to understand we change as far as generations. We change as far as society. We change as far as people. So our blueprints or the outline is different. So I had to learn along the way how to raise my kids and dealing with my kids and their own personalities and my personality and my husband at the time's personality and creating this family. You don't have a blueprint. You have to figure this shit out. So in doing so, you know, you go through the ups and downs, the worst, the bad, the good, the ugly. And. You, too, are learning yourself in different aspects of this growth. You're learning how to, okay, I have to be a mother, but I have to be a friend, um, not more so to my kids, but in understanding my kids from different aspects, right? Then I have to be a wife, and I have to be a confidant, and I have to be um, a nurturer. So you're trying to put all of these things together and still be the you and you, right? And we get lost in that. Really, we do, because in those moments, we're consuming other people in our lives. And again, we don't know them to this entirety. You never really know someone. I don't care how much people say you do. You really, really don't really know someone. Because we change, I think, um, the saying is, every five years. And in reality, that somewhat can be true because every five years, you're doing something different, right? You're growing in age. You're growing in your own understanding. You're growing in those relationships. You're growing in those, um, your your work relationships. You're growing in your family, being the mother. Your kids are growing in age. So there's so many different things that are transpiring that it's true. In fact, we do have a lack of knowledge, but we're gaining education in that lack because we're teaching ourselves or, or finding the education as we go along. So I think it's important that to look at the bigger view is in understanding those things. You know, it's funny because, um, you know, when you come into motherhood at a young age and I was 17 or 18, um, a lot of People with my time were doing that. But anyway, 17 come on 18 and I'm a young mother and I'm still in school and I'm trying to figure my life out. And I'm working and I'm working in a law firm and I've come from being at a young age working in a law firm, which which is great, especially back then. And um, as I'm figuring it out along the way, I'm trying to be the best person that I know to be. You know, I you get the pictures or the images of the perfect wife and what that that entails. That means that I'm in the kitchen and I'm I'm cooking and I'm providing, um, the food and the nourishment and I'm nurturing my husband. And you know, then you get the if you go into the song of Beyonce, I cater to you. You get that understanding that these are the things that I'm supposed to do in life. But yet, am I comfortable? In these things that I'm doing. This is the adjustment that we don't realize. And this is the bigger picture that people need to focus. Like you're portraying what you see. But is this who you really are. In that moment. Because the reality of it is. Is that when you start to think about. Being those persons. And and what you see in those visions. Have you dealt with yourself to understand. Boom. I'm 17 and I'm pregnant. But. Do I understand this pregnancy? Do do I understand that I'm leading into motherhood? I'm birthing a black child into this world. That means that I have to be that person they look up to, that person that they can trust, that person that is leading them along the way. Do I really have what it takes to do that? These are questions that we don't ask ourselves because we're so into that moment that we've got to just do it, right? Okay. So those are just that 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 I think that's important in what's being missed in 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 our communities and our culture what's being missed in life is not recognizing the true outlook on what life is leading and where we are in this life so then there was a part that. What they talked about relationships being different. That's kind of what I was just speaking on. Every relationship is different. Everybody has different problems. Everybody has different things. Um Everybody suffers different. Everybody talks different. Everybody walks different. I mean, there's so many aspects of what's different, but what we do, I think we assume, we, we engage on... The idea. So what I mean by that is that if you go through a situation that you have a mate and you all have a soul tie, and I will get into soul ties later, but in understanding that it's the depths within yourselves of, of being able to intertwine with someone on a spiritual, a um a friendship, it's 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 a deeper tie than just the surface of love. It's being that you're intertwining yourselves into that person and um understanding each other in depths that are beyond just the surface, okay? So you have this person that thats're soul tied in, in in every capacity of who you are, but what happens when there is a there's a point that you see um or feel. Like that tie is, 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 their person's tie is stronger in terms of their levels to it, okay? Let me say it this way. You're intertwined with this person that you feel as though that, that, that you all are compatible in so many ways. But of course, in that compatibility, re, realizing that you all have strong areas and you all have areas of work. And you all have areas of weaknesses. But what creates a problem in most relationships that I'm finding is that when men are dealing with, and Anari and and Lene and um, Demiracle spoke on this, is where we get into the uh, masculinity that some of us women carry. And I'm going to say all of us have it in us, but some of us are a little bit more forthright with it. So I was having a conversation. Let me digress a second. I was having a conversation with a group of guys, for example, and they were saying how they want the woman. And these are, these are men that are um, nurtured into being the husband, the strength in that household and being okay with it. So they want the woman that you... And, 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 and don't take this in the wrong way. You're, but you're doing the wifely duties where he's doing the man or the husband duties. And that means you're cooking and you're taking, you're providing for the kids. Um, the homework is getting done. You're making sure the household is running smoothly. And he is making sure the car is taken care of the houses. The foundation is set. Your house is taken care of. The bills are supplied. And the, the yard is always kept green, if you will. But I said to them, well, how does that for men that of yourself, such as yourself, how does that change when you have women such as myself that enjoy, let's, let's mow the lawn together. Let's wash the cars together. Let's cook together. Let's do family time together. And the response was that they don't want that. They want it to be the ability of, and I'm not, not a, I'm not going to say a division, but they want it to be thought of as this is what I'm supplying as far as the strength in my household and you as a nurturer and let's balance it that way. Allow me to be the man in this relationship and do the mainly things because here lies in those, in, in, in relating to those men that have that understanding they're thinking in a strength mode they're thinking you know not that we're incapable as women but mowing a lawn or lifting a box or or you know taking care of the car those are considered things that men should because of them being the stronger should supply those needs so um getting back to where we get to this balance um, and how we can be more relatable in in situations to make relationships last longer and be able to relate to our mates and make these foundations for marriages and make these foundations for strength and make these foundations for your best friend. I think a lot of times we get away from the realization of what re- how we relate to each other from beginning to middle to or to end. And in losing that, we miss out on what's the true foundation of what brought you with this person. And I think that that's the most important thing. Um, Digressing again, as a paralegal, I am in family law. So in dealing in family law, I see a lot of divorces. And I'm going to tell you, it just, it hurts my heart to hear that, You being married for 20 years and you just decide that, I mean, y'all wouldn't even believe. I have people that say that I've been married for 20 years and um, now that his financial situation has changed, this is not something I want to be in. Or men that have literally walked away from 20-year marriages to start relationships with other people without explanation. Um, And I also live in Georgia. So another thing that hurts my heart a lot is that in those situations in dealing with divorce, um, in Georgia, men are required to legitimize themselves to have rights to their kids. And I find that absolutely absurd. You are telling me that And don't get me wrong, ladies. I understand um, Roe versus Wade. I understand our rights as far as abortion. I understand all of those things. I'm a woman first. But there are rights that understandably being a human being first. But respectfully to our men that sometimes if you engage in these sexual relationships with others and there is not the expectation of pregnancy or some people, some women do it spitefully. Some women doing unknowingly in having these children. And yet you are allowed to put that person's name on a birth certificate. But in order, and this is in Georgia, for him to have rights to this child in any capacity, he has to legitimize himself. And I'm sorry, I, I, I have a whole problem with that. Because at the same time that we are getting our rights justified or our rights acknowledged or our rights put in place for women, where are the rights for the men? You now, ladies, y'all have to agree and understand that not all of our women are leading in by the right examples and are doing the right things. And what happens when these men get in relationships with women that are doing it for, for the wrong reasons and raising these children And digressing for a second, dealing with cases, um, I'm not speaking specifically, I'm speaking as a paraphrase, that you have women that have these kids and the father comes to, to, you know, take the kids for the weekend and the kids are dirty and the kids have not eaten and this mom is living in a hotel and she's living her best life and he wants to make the decision to give rights to his children, but because... You're getting this, you know, the government assistance. You're getting um, the benefits of having your children. You don't want to acknowledge the rights to balance the fact that he's a father and that he's supplying what your kids may need. Being vindictive, being selfish, using your children against men. Or hurting your children as a whole. And having men to legitimize rights in order to take care of their kids. In some situations that these men are in better situations to take care of their kids. Is completely wrong. So again I go back to all of this evolves from relationships. You relate to people on so many different levels and aspects. Intimacy is a relationship. Friendships are are relationships. A man and a woman, a, a woman and a, I mean, a man and a woman, a man and a man, a woman and a woman, a sister, brother, cousin, friend, all of those are relationships. And there are boundaries. There are, it's a balance. It's an understanding. You're taking in two persons. To unify yourselves in a unionship relationship in order to either get to know each other, hopefully to help each other, acknowledging the progress with each other. And yet, most people don't realize that in that one, in that beginning meeting of that person, what you're establishing in order for you to build these relationships with people is where you should continue to come from. I could be um, all over the place with this conversation, but I'm gonna say we're relationships right now because we are getting ready to go into the love month, is what I'm gonna call it. February is the love month. And I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all, Valentine's Day is my favorite holiday. And why is that? Because I love love. And I love the expoundment. I don't know if that's a word, but I'm using it today. Expounding, I love expounding on love. So let me say it that way. But however, I do understand the real concept of what the date stands for. I'm not not acknowledging that, but the representation of what we created to be with showing love to other people, um, the colors and what it represents, and the time that it's taken for. For us to acknowledge each other on that day and during this month is why I like the holiday. But as we're getting into the love month, um, and again, the closers will be coming in on my show once a month and giving you those nuggets of information and how to relate to each other and, and seeing different aspects of relationships. Um, I'm just trying to give you a way to acknowledge relationships, acknowledge love and and acknowledge worth. One of the things I personally like to expound on and no, it's not just because I'm single, but being single has helped this situation to put me in a perspective to share with you all that your worth is everything. Acknowledging who you are first allows you the ability to be what you will be able to bring and what what you'll be able to balance the persons you bring in your life in every capacity. Understanding your worth first allows you that access to your children, to your parents, to your person, to your family. And to your friends. A lot of us don't even understand ourselves. And yet we try to portray so many different things of what we feel is our, comfort- our comfortability. And a lot of times in not knowing your worth, you find yourself being that person for everybody else. You find yourself lost, if you will. You find yourself confused. You find yourself frustrated. And all of those things come from the inability of not recognizing who you are. So the key point of worth, first of all, you are recognizing it. Second of all, you have to accept it. And a lot of times you are not going to like yourself because, baby, there's some things about you that you know that you need to work on. There's some things about you that, you know, you can't stand. And there's some things about you that you're going to learn about yourself. But it's very important that you start with worth. Because worth is your blueprint in reality you understanding yourself as the blueprint to being able to do all things that you can through your life right so what does it take to learn about you it takes time it takes understanding it takes patience it takes realization it takes getting into that that empty space that space of Removing yourself from everything that's around you, whether you're a socialite, whether your friends, your family, whatever the case may be, in that moment of trying to recognize the self-worth and, and, and who you are and what, what am I supposed to be doing with myself, or what do I need to understand about myself or how do I move forward in, in life with myself? you acknowledge your accomplishments you be kind to yourself you take care of yourself see one of the key things um and as we talk about relationships i have to i have to step into this aspect of 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 you because listen again digressing being a paralegal and seeing so many divorces there are so many people getting divorced and i'm gonna be honest with y'all a lot of it ain't making sense it's not making sense at all basically if they want to keep it plain in reality a lot of what you all are saying is i'm tired and i want to do something different let's keep it real because a, a The reasons that a lot of these divorces that I have to deal with. They don't make sense. You have this much time with that person. But now you come into realization. Now the realization sits in is that I want to do something different. Is that because. You're now really tapping into the you and you. So self-worth to me is. Is a combination of esteem. It's a combination of compassion. It's a combination of acceptance. It's a combination of respect. Confidence comes to mind. Self-care and, and more importantly, self-love. But As I say that, um, indeed, um, they're all different concepts of unique meanings and findings and purposes, right? So you have to realize self-worth is meaning that you'll have a sense of yourself, right? The value of yourself. getting to know you. Generally people say it's a feeling of you're a good person who deserves to be treated with respect. Well, of course we do, but do we respect others? Do we look at those things, right? But as I said, there's self-esteem, right? So between self-worth and um, self-esteem, self-esteem is thinking of oneself, right? Self-respect with self-worth, they all have a different variance of understanding. But self-esteem is what we think and feel and believe about ourselves. And self-worth is recognizing I'm greater than all those things. And it's a deeper value of knowing that you are lovable and necessary to life and a more incom- in and a comprehensible worth. So if you understand that, let me take you to self-worth, self-esteem, to self-confidence. And although you you see a person that walks in a room and you're like, oh, that person has so much confidence. Like, for example, I use, I'll use use myself in this example. The extreme confidence I have of being a bold woman and being able to walk in a room confidently and knowing that I'm okay with being who I am at this moment and in this place that I am in. But that says that in any other capacity that... um. I might not have felt as confident as I was in the beginning because into getting into my baldness, I didn't know what to expect. The day that I had to realize that I had to literally transition. um, And if you all don't know my story, I'll share it in short was um, I used to do hair in high school and I thought I had the hair of Samson. I couldn't thank Jesus. Forgive me. I'm um, Samson. And what I mean by that is that, of course, you all know we're not supposed to do a permanent color and a perm at the same time. Well, your girl did it. And guess what? Burned all of my follicles in the front. So once I did that, I was immediately, you know, knowledgeable, of course, about doing weaves and and um, wigs. And I started wearing we- weaves and it led to wigs. Got tired of that, and I stepped into trying to do the mohawk. And finally, I said, you know, one day to my barber, just go ahead and cut it off. It was his response that made me feel that this was the okay moment for me. And his response was, you could have been rocking this the whole time. Now, don't get me wrong, I had to go through the, because you know your head is two-tone colors, baby, up under there. I had to go through the whole allowing my scalp to transition from one color, and the, I mean, one, one skin tone to the other, a lot of vitamin D and those things. But in that moment, I didn't have enough confidence that until what I felt someone else shared with me in order for me to feel okay in that, in doing my transition from Hiding myself all these years to revealing myself. And so that makes me tap into self-worth and self-esteem. and um I'm gonna take these moments of the show to basically encourage you all to to have a better understanding because I think what we miss in relating to other people is understanding ourselves first. And you have to understand your yourself first in order to balance your persons in your life. Um, you know, some of us have levels of self-worth and some of us recognize it and some of us don't. Now, if you have high self-worth, you're more likely to believe you're a good, worthy, and lovable regardless of what's happening in your life. And for me, I am that high person. That was a moment in my life that I just didn't know how to deal with that transition. But in doing so, it created being my being high and in, in, in understanding my self-worth. That being bald added to that. I just took it to another level of confidence. Um, feeling deserving of love and respect from other people, accepting love in myself. And n- with no conditions or expectations. Now, sometimes we, we as we grow in understanding ourselves, we battle that. Um, but I think if we practice self-compassion and treat ourselves with care, kindness, and respect, we will believe and understand the potential growth and learn and change and improve ourselves. Because having flaws and making mistakes, that doesn't threaten your identity or your worth. It's okay. But I think what we confuse ourselves in is that, self-worth versus self-esteem because here's the thing there when you you get into the characteristics or understanding self-esteem versus self-worth that's when you get into your thoughts and your feelings about certain traits or certain skills um your boost of confidence may waver temporarily so you won't know You know, you go from your highs to your lows um, based on whatever the situation may be, the influence of others or just the denying of yourself. Um, That causes rises of self-judgment and and evaluation. When you start to look at yourself in different aspects of whatever it is that you're aligned or, or you're trying to give yourself in position to do. Now you're becoming judgmental of yourself. But usually it's conditional and contingent upon your certain, uh, certain standards. Like you find value in what you find easy to do versus what you have to work at. Or you find value in external world instead of within yourself. But self-esteem is, is, is linked to your motivation. It's linked to your, your confidence, which is linked to self-worth. And those are things that are important because if you allow negative feedback and stress that can undermine your value that can bring you, that brings in again back to self-esteem. If it is less certain. You will cause threats or if you become fragile in those states when you just don't allow yourself to be able to expound on those high levels of, of self-worth that I was explaining to you. Things like thoughts or feelings about the whole person or, providing a, or you provide a lasting feeling of security. Like those would arise from self-acceptance and compassion. You have to accept, accept yourself in every situation. You have to put yourself first. You have to recognize yourself. Know you the girl. Know you the man at all times. Get up in the morning and say hello, gorgeous. Get up in the morning and say hello, handsome. Get into loving yourself like no other. You know what's funny to me is that we as a people want to find love in other people. For whatever reason. I know we all come from a background. and And I know we all have stories and journeys. Um... You know, I've come from, you know, the division of my family. I've come from being a battered wife at one point. I've come from being molested by a family member. I've come from those things. But in in those things, and I spoke about experiences versus excuse me, guys versus regrets. Um, I didn't falter. I didn't. You know, I didn't allow it to consume me so much in terms of taking my worth away. But what I did do, and a lot of times we internalize things, is I didn't realize that I was carrying that pain over into my relationships. And I became so much of the alpha female. And let me give you all the definition, true definition of alpha female, because you all misconstrue it all the time by assuming that it means a woman that is uh financially stable or she's the stronger in the household that's not at all what that means alpha female is a woman that has a male's mentality and in that understanding it comes from dealings of things that you've encountered on dealing with our masculinity as anari spoke about having those masculine understandings and dealing with men and not having a blueprint and then dealing with things that have transitioned in your life and so a lot of times I, my masculinity was very strong and I would try to take control of situations, which the response to that would be from my persons is that I'm a bully or a boss. And I never really understood that because to me, I felt like I was trying to educate them along the way, help them along the way, learn them along the way and protect them so much that I was hurting them. See, it's not a lot of times that you're the bad woman or you're the bad man. It's that you just don't know how to assert your love and your protection to be able to be in a relationship. And I wasn't at fault for doing necessarily something that was wrong. I was just doing something that was hurtful. And I had to learn in my experiences what that meant because I didn't know. I just thought I was being that girl that just helped everybody. I just thought I was giving the support that was needed to somebody along the way. I didn't realize that my tone or my actions or my way of taking control of things was actually hurting my relationship. So I, too, have to learn from my experiences. But I say that because as we get into we get ready to come up on February, y'all. That's love month. And I just said why well, I, I like that. But it's love month. And if we expound on it that particular month, love is always. Don't don't let me get that twisted. Love is always. But I want people to be able to make this year. And I know we hear this all the time, but try to make make this year a difference for yourself. Understand yourself. We've been through COVID. We've been through a lot of losses of our loved ones and friends. Our crime rate has is, is fluctuated in the last three years. Our housing market has fluctuated in the last two years. You know, we have wars that are going on beyond the U.S., we have people that are suffering in silence and suicides that are going on. We have people that are dying for no reasons at all. Time for me is of essence. I never say life is too short because we don't know our life plan. We're here to live this life. But in doing so, you are created to be who you are. And I want, every, I want people to really just get into them. Get into the you that will make you feel better. That makes you understand yourself on a whole different level. If people are acknowledging your worth in you, do you understand your worth? I know I didn't. I'm going to be honest. I didn't. I didn't know my worth at one point. People would tell me all the time, About where I was going to be as far as this radio, where I was going to be as far as acting, where I was going to be as far as pursuing my law degree, where I'm going to be, period. And as much as I was grateful for it, at the same time, I was scared of it. I know those things are within me. I didn't know that people saw them, (laughs) but then I'm scared. I was scared to tap into them. And the fear came because I knew how powerful I am. And that's where I want everyone else to be. Get into the power of yourself. Be able to be okay and knowing that it's okay to be this powerful regardless of what people think or feel. This is who you are and what you exuberate. This is what you're created to be. And this is what you're helping others through. If I can encourage you all, as far as self esteem, to boost that alone, I would say identify the negative beliefs you have about yourself and challenge them. Start to note negative things and write them down on a piece of paper. Things that you tell yourself if, are you too negative? Are you, for example, there may be a job that you want to seek, but you don't feel like you have the education for it. Baby, let me tell you something. It's people out here making $100,000 that were starting to get a law degree. I mean, I'm talking about myself. That were starting to get a degree and stopped and went and pursued something else and are able and have been able to achieve it and attain it because they stepped out on faith and they did what they wanted to do in that moment. Don't deny yourself. Don't get into the negative aspects of beliefs of yourself. When you feel like you don't, if you feel like you have something negative about yourself, write it down, write it down, look at it, analyze it, and then think about it. Think about why. I was thinking this way about myself. Focus on yourself. Get out of toxic relationships. Understand your self esteem. Understand your worth. Don't be a people pleaser. It's okay to have sensitivity. Don't need it, don't have a need for attention. Give attention to yourself. Love, love, love yourself. Speak positivity into your life. Speak self-worth into your life. Let me tell y'all something. One of my favorite shows is Mary Jane. I don't know if y'all remember that. Mary Jane used to come on. I would be right there front, center, popcorn ready, baby, looking at the show. And I'm going to tell you why. One of the key things that I learned from Mary Jane, I still do to this day, is those sticky notes that she used to have all over that room. And they were affirmations about me. Whatever I'm feeling that morning, that day, that afternoon, whatever the case may be, I wrote it down. I wrote it down. And then the next morning, I could look at it because it's right there in my face. Boom. This is what I felt yesterday, but this is what I'm going to do today. Acknowledge your accomplishments, people. Surround yourself around positive people. Be kind to of yourself. Do something for yourself. Take care of yourself. Love yourself. Don't get tied into other people until you're ready to get into those relationships. Start understanding the key word to relationships. It's relate. Being able to relate to someone. Being able to relate And be connected. Understand what a relationship is. Y'all understand what relationship is. Understand when you decide to make a vow to this woman. As God states. You're taking this woman from her parents. Right? You're taking on the responsibility. The accountability. The consistency. The loyalty. The trust. All of those things are part of what that relationship and that unification are supposed to be. you got to keep in mind, relating and relationship is a way two or more people are connected. You're now connected to this person. This is not an acquaintance anymore. This is not just a romantic relationship. This is your wife. This is your husband. Understand that you transition from you guys that are out here dating. I'm not dating right now. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. I'm not dating. I'm, I'm just working on me, honey. Just working on me, unless God Himself drop him down in front of me. <laughs> I'm saying that, and I'm being I'm being real about it, y'all. I'm being so real about it because I'm gonna tell y'all. I'm I'm in the era of I don't have room for drama and mess. I don't have time for nobody to waste my time. I don't have the ability to be sitting here being nobody's girlfriend. I want a life partner. I deserve a life partner. I will get a life partner. So that's just me. I'm just, I'm taking my time in all things that I do. But when you all are in these relationships, remember that you are responsible. There's a responsibility in this. And y'all need to take heed to that. Take heed to what your responsibility is in relationship. Remember, you when you get into these relationships, it's important to pay attention. It's important to understand acceptance. It's important to have appreciation. It's important to make sure you maintain affection. And it's important to allowing. One of the other things that people don't realize when they get into relationships is that there is individualism. Yes, it is. And y'all better understand it. You are two people coming together in a unification. You still are, are the person that you are. I don't know why y'all getting these relationships and y'all think that, oh, when he get with me, he ain't going to be hanging out with the boys no more. Well, she ain't going to be hanging out with the girls no more. Will we get that from? And why are we doing that? Why, why why are we trying to remove those things? Leave them people alone. Allow them respectfully, though, to be able to still maintain those things. Because, honey, let me tell you something. Y'all gonna get tired of each other. We we can love each other all day, but y'all gonna get tired. Go in another room. Go across the hall. Whatever case may be. Go out with your boys. Go out with your girl. Y'all gonna need them times. Y'all gonna want them times. These fifty year relationships. Y'all better talk to some. Y'all better talk to some of these people. I talk so fast, y'all. Y'all gotta excuse me sometimes. I will throw myself down. However, I'm still gonna do when I do. But if you get a chance, talk to these people that've been in fifty year relationships. Listen to their stories, baby. I love sitting down and having a conversation with couples that have been in relationships for 50 or more years, baby. The ups and downs they've been through, the, the way they, they still respect each other when they get on each other's nerves, the way they look at each other when they see each other, and the love that they have each other is amazing. You guys, I like I said, each and every opportunity I get with my shows and each and every conversation I have is is hopefully engaging you to be able to learn something. I'm an educator, I'm a motivator, I'm an inspirator. I do all things that I can to help our community and our culture. And I continue to maintain doing those things because you are the most important thing to me as I am am trying to be for you. I believe we are the stars that make the stars, baby. And I'm not going to let anything change from that situation. Remember to tune into my show, guys. It's been a blessing to just have a moment to share with you all. Tune into the show each and every Saturday from 7 to 8 p.m. on Rough Riders app or every platform that you listen to music on. It is always an excellent opportunity for you to be able to engage with everything that Rough Riders Radio is giving you. If you are a new artist on the scene, please feel free to DM me your music. I would love to play it on my show. Um, If you have a show that you would like me to um, have on my show, or have a conversation with your show on mine. We can do that as well. If you have a commercial or an advertisement that you would like for me to share on my show, please let me know. Um, DM me on Riley the Red Pill at IG or Riley the Red Pill on Facebook. I'm also on Threads, Riley the Red Pill. Uh, my phone numbers and my information are located on everything. Or you can reach me through Rough Riders. We want to expound on the you and you because you are the stars that make the stars, baby. I'm gonna end my show again by playing Power Couple by my man Plies. I love me some Plies, y'all. Each and every opportunity you all get to listen to Rough Riders Radio. We thank you. Thank you for turning in to Riley the Red Peel. And I wish you all a good night. Baby, you know we're a power
0: couple, right? You no, know we're a power. Know we're couple, right, a power we're. couple, right? Baby, you my celebrity They ain't never want to see this Nah, no, you know they, they ain't never, never want to see this, man. Baby. baby, we the new power couple Me We and made you. for each other, baby I'ma yeah. tell you why I say Yeah, it. yeah. Baby, we, we have, a power couple Was made for each other They be trying to hate on us But they know that they love us Me and you together, baby We come each other We got it out the mud Ain't nobody gave us nothing, baby We a power couple Was made for each other They be trying to hate on us But they know that they love us Me and you together, baby, we come from each other we got it out the mud Ain't nobody gave us nothing, baby We a power couple Ain't nobody ever gave us nothing Yeah, we grind for it We ain't just tripping fallin' low, we put in time for it Why won't never respond to the rumors? We ain't got time for it And why won't ever dress? None of the gossip cause we blind to it We just rather shop and take trips Yeah, the bag way BBS is on your neck and wrist Yeah, the ice way Grind for it Nobody gave us nothing We got it off the muscle Got a low We came up from nothing, baby We a power couple Was made for each other they be trying to hate on us, but they know that they love us. Me and you together, baby, we come from each other. We got it out the mud. Ain't nobody gave us nothing, baby. We a power couple. Was made for each other. They be trying to hate on us, but they know that they love us. Me and you together, baby. We come from in each other. We got it out the mud. Ain't nobody gave us nothing, baby. We are powerful. The thing we got is bigger than love. This thing we got is something like a drug. We greet each other with kisses and hugs. We got each other when push on the shore. Ups and downs we been through that. Humble begins we come from that. You ain't got it, I pick up the slack. My thing I know is you got my back. Fall together, fall together. We done been through it all together. Sunshine, thunderstorms. We done been through all the weather. Come to and I want to smoke. Come to me that she want to smoke. We a power couple, baby. Baby, we a power couple was made for each other. They be trying to hate on us, but they know that they love us. Me and you together, babe, we come from in each other. We got it out the mud. Ain't nobody gave us nothing, baby. We a power couple was made for each other. They be trying to hate on us, but they know that they love us. Me and you together, babe, we come from in each other. We got it out the mud. Ain't nobody gave us nothing, baby. We a power couple.
1: Motivated, innovative, inspirational, with real life understanding, and real talk with real situations. It's Rob, the Red Pill Talk Show. Let's go!
0: You're listening to Riley the Red Pill on Rough Rider Radio.